my name is Lily Hugenberg and welcome to today's episode of the Pursuit of Positivity podcast. Before I begin, if you can interact with the podcast in any way, shape or form by giving it a like, a rating or a review, especially hitting that follow button, it would be incredible if you guys could just interact, it'd be amazing. You're all incredible for doing so, so far. So before we get into today's episode, I want you just to think of three things that you're grateful for today. Three little things, they can be small, they can be massive, they could be really, really tiny, or they could be just average. (laughs) Whatever it is, let's think of three things that we are grateful for today. I'm just going to give you 10 seconds, you can have a little think, what we're grateful for, just have a little moment to yourself. Perfect. So, today's episode we are going to be talking about something that catches us all it is we're going to be talking about trying to beat the curse of comparison and you know if we're all just exhausted trying to keep up with the joneses um we've just got it's just a hard life you know (laughs) it is hard comparison is something that we all struggle with and we have got some expert opinions and to well to help us explain why it's time to stop kind of contrasting your life with others so feeling like you're trying to keep up with the pace of your more adventurous friends or your family members can obviously be exhausting if we feel envious of our colleagues who can afford to retire earlier while you're still slogging away at work can be exhausting. Comparing yourself to others is something that we all do. It's a human instinct. Comparison has been hardwired into our DNA for thousands of years. And previously, in order to stay alive, we learned how to do things by watching others it's genuinely it's a survival of the fittest technique so however fast forward to the current day and pitching ourselves against our peers has become a measuring stick for like material worth personal success and life satisfaction often breed like breeding low self-esteem jealousy and depression as a result of this so there was one study that found that we tend to overestimate the happiness and success of others while like kind of failing to notice any negative things about their lives so it comes like as no surprise that people can get stuck feeling less than when comparing themselves to others which makes a lot of sense. So the drive to compare, it's not only the younger generation who are in the grips of like comparison culture. There's no doubt that social media exposes plays of, well, plays a huge part in this comparison culture thing that we've got going on. And thanks to all of those like manipulated life, like lifestyles and filtered photos, seeing how we kind of stack up against each other isn't just a modern or digital phenomenon. The idea coined social comparison theory was first developed by a social psychologist, Leon Festiner, in 1954. So a bit of history for you here. (laughs) And it refers to how we 
kind of evaluate our abilities and attitudes in comparison with others. So we compare our personal attributes to those that are accepted within society and we use the com- like this comparison to identify where we fit in and how valuable we are to it. So whether we're checking out like our neighbor's new kitchen extension or scrolling through a friend's like birthday photo picture collage thing, we may find ourselves asking the question about the people in our social space and analyzing how their situation relates to you. You might think, how does she keep her home so beautiful while I struggle to stay on top of housework? Or why does she look much younger than me when she's actually five years older than me? So we always feel like we're coming up short. Everyone compares themselves to others to a certain extent, but some of us are more prone to it. There's a lack of confidence, insecurity and anxiety. This, All of this stuff can lead to a greater tendency to make comparisons. So without a baseline of own, your own like self-worth and success, we can perceive everyone around us to be thriving and feel like frustrated and saddened that we aren't measuring up. We are coming up short. So it's about not getting enough praise maybe approval as a child all those things can lead to low self-worth we have all the kind of reasons why self-worth might be an issue why that might have been an issue growing up all those things we're not going to deep into deep like dive deeper into that but the result of maybe that as a child experiencing these kinds of things the result of that can be like you're kind of desperately seeking validation in later life through careers or personal achievements and using others as a benchmark for this kind of success so the pull of comparison can be stronger when you're going through difficult times too so for example if you recently lost your job it might feel like some one's someone else's career is soaring like it's trying to be strict with yourself about this and comparing what you have just lost to what others have gained potentially is a self-inflicted emotional torture chamber you're in basically so there's examples of this comparison trap that we have got for you that you may have been experiencing and you may go oh yeah that's me so you may have said if someone achieves something I'm working towards, I feel like a failure for not getting there first. Saying that I use Facebook to check up on my old friends to see if they're happier and more successful than me, even if this is subconscious. Another thing is I put on a brave face to others and rarely share my problems. It can feel like everyone is having a better time than me. I mentally measure my body and attractiveness against other women or other men. It makes me feel sad and jealous when others have something that I want. And my life is very routine. I don't have exciting experiences compared to others. So it can feed the cycle of anxiety and self-loathing when you're talking about these kinds of things. But we are all victims of this curse, basically. So there is obviously a dark side to comparison, as we all know, but there is a positive side. The positive side is that survival, you're comparing. Also, 
when you compare yourselves you're like okay this person's doing this to do this you kind of you learn things there's a growth side of it as well but the bad side is well as i said the throughout our lives there is obviously going to be some damage that happens when we also use this kind of assessment of comparison to determine how we fall short for those that are kind of struggling with self-esteem comparison is used in an unhealthy way to fuel those feelings of inadequacy so we may wonder why we are unable to do the same as those who appear to have it all it's kind of it's common to wear like a mask of success when trying to stay on track with everyone else which can lead to an even more pressure feeding cycle like which is then feeding that anxiety and self-loathing so i have seven ways to help you free yourself from this cycle that we've got going on to beat that curse of comparison so let's have a look at number one shall we number one is to stay in your lane Focus on your own goals and work on achieving them in your own time. Put your like put together a plan, map it out, set realistic timelines, stay consistent, kind of avoid getting distracted by the noise of what others are doing, as this can be like completely demotivating and you'll be less likely to achieve your targets. When we are going through this comparison journey we need to just almost close our eyes and just ignore the noise of everyone else and just remind yourself of who you are what you're doing why you're doing it and just remember what you who you are in that sense say your name look at your goals write them down and ignore what everyone else is doing so irrelevant to you you're in your lane keep to your lane don't look around keep your head down and that's one way to help her out just kind of ignore what everyone else is doing just get on with it basically and don't even look at it and it's easier said than done obviously but focus on your own goals and work to achieve or work on achieving them in your own time as well number two is speak your feelings after like spending maybe an evening with a loved up couple you like would you question whether your own relationship is maybe on the rocks or something if you notice negative spiraling thoughts such as these kinds of thoughts say them out loud and think to yourself and kind of suggest like to yourself and kind of be like well what we accept from our like internal voice often sounds ridiculous when spoken out loud and this trick can help you snap out of that kind of weird trance you got yourself in. If you are having these thoughts of, oh God, maybe their relationship is better than mine, say it out loud and it makes you feel, oh, maybe this is a bit silly. Maybe I'm maybe I'm being a bit over dramatic or I'm just crazy in my comparison cycle, I need to get out of it, and actually puts it into perspective. That might be a good thing to do because saying it out loud and going, hey, 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 wait a minute. What am I saying? What is this? Can be a really good thing to just do. Just say it out loud. Maybe just make it real in that sense and go, oh, wait a minute. 
might not be right. Number three is to get curious. Look out for emotional landmines. Kind of having a strong emotion when comparing yourself to others is your brain's way of saying, sending you like an important message. So when you have that twinge of comparison, bring it to the conscious and challenge it. So this is that CBT method we're talking about. We are talking about cognitive behavioral therapy, challenging those negative emotions, reminding yourself, going, hey, what is this? Why am I feeling like this? Asking yourself, why am I feeling, what am I feeling? Where does this stem from? Almost all reactions from of this kind of type of reaction comes down to fear or lack and a lack of self-esteem. So getting curious, asking yourself, where are these thoughts even coming from? Like, why are they here? And then going, ah, oh, okay, that's why they're here. You know, going, oh, maybe it's because I'm feeling a little bit rubbish in myself I'm, or my relationship, I'm feeling a bit insecure. In my work, I'm feeling a bit insecure. Self-esteem's a bit low. Maybe something didn't go right, etc. Finding that out and then going, okay, being a bit more curious about your thoughts and kind of zooming in on them a little bit can be a really interesting thing to do. Number four is to practice authenticity. Aim to be true to yourself, both in person and online. This is important as comparison, like, encourages a competitive keeping up with the Joneses attitude. So be aware of your role in this cycle and try to live your life unapologetically as you and as you are it will then become easier to recognize when you are like kind of pitting yourself against others. So in the sense, when we're posting things online, let's not Photoshop things. I just put them out there, create this. I know you're going to be like, well, if everyone else is doing it, I might as well do it. And then that's how you compare. No, 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 no. Just try and be unapologetically yourself, naturally yourself. Okay, kind of step away from the cycle, remind yourself of who you are, genuinely who you are yourself and putting yourself out there. Number five is to unfollow unhelpful social media. So before I get into this one, this amazing YouTuber that I watched, she said that she started, she unfollowed everyone on Instagram who didn't look like her. So someone who was, she was, uh, she's Korean and she was following all these white, blonde, skinny models and she was getting really annoyed that she didn't look like them and she started comparing herself to them. How can you compare yourself to someone like that when you don't look anything like them? And it's like having people and positive things on your social media will help you compare less. Having people on there that look nothing like you and you want to look like them, you compare yourself to them. If you are trying to start getting into the fitness industry, yeah, following people may be really useful and maybe good for tips and tricks. But if I'm following people on Instagram who have got six packs and look amazing and I don't have a six pack and I'm not looking amazing maybe one day, I'm like, oh, why don't I look like that? Because I'm comparing my chapter four to someone else's chapter 20. They may have been on this fitness journey for about 6,000 years or whatever, and I've only started yesterday and I'm comparing myself to someone else. Do not compare your chapter two or chapter one or chapter 20 to someone else's who's on a completely different path to you. 
So it's kind of that old school scrolling for your friends on Facebook or Instagram. It can be a guilty pleasure. Do you often like maybe dig up the info about your neighbors to see where you kind of stack up? Recognizing this behavior for what it is and shut down opportunities to spiral into comparison-led self-pity. It's very easy to search for self-esteem. So sabotaging that kind of evidence, unfollow or mute unhelpful social media accounts and question your motivation when you are being nosy about others and their lives. Number six is about being your own cheerleader. So what I want you to do now, if you have the opportunity to, you might do it in your head, but I would love it if you did it out like right now on a piece of paper, pause me, whatever, I'll always be here. Write down a list of your strengths and positive qualities. Are you kind? Are you a are you someone who is very generous? Are you someone who is very happy and positive? All those things, write them down. This can seem an alien concept as we are kind of hardwired to be humble and celebrating yourself may feel like bragging. It may feel like you're just cocky. But it's not. It genuinely isn't. It boosts your self-esteem and reminds you why you are a wonderful human being, the wonderful human being that you are, and how you can kind of contribute to the world. At times when comparing yourself to others makes you kind of doubt your worth, look back at this list. If you have a list of things written down of why you're a good person, even if you ask your friends and family, can you write down your favourite quality about me? I'm sure they'll do it. Just one word, one word to describe me, just so I have it on my list, so that when I'm feeling rubbish, I kind of remind myself and look at this list. Last one is number seven, and that is to be realistic. People often only share positive highlights. It, Instagram, all that stuff is a highlight reel. It is the best picture out of the 321 that they took. This is the best one that they could find. That's the one that's online. So when you're comparing yourself, remind yourself, be realistic. This is their positive picture. It's the one that's good. It's the only one out of all of them that they thought was good. So if you're like feeling envious or disheartened by like the fantastic lives of others, I encourage you to remember that you, like you're likely only seeing a snapshot. The first picture is never the only picture that they use. It's probably the 22nd picture out of the 100 that they took. So not the full, you're not literally, you're not seeing the full picture. You're not seeing all the pictures. So everyone has a behind the scenes version of their life and that is completed with their good and their bad days. So reminding yourself that you are not to compare yourselves to people online and I know it's easier said than done, but it's a highlight reel it is, it really is. So those are the seven things I've got for you today. So you've got to stay in line, speak your feelings, get curious, practice authenticity, unfollow unhelpful social media accounts, be your own cheerleader and be realistic. So comparison is a difficult thing. It's something, I have like three books on my shelf to help with the comparison cure, to kind of beat the comparison cure that we've kind of got cure curse (laughs) and it's very difficult but 
it can happen. Comparison is so annoying, but it is built in with us. It's in our DNA. It's a flight or flight survival method that we have. And it's something that helps us out what it did. Doesn't help us out anymore, but we do still have it. And reminding yourself that you should not compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 20. In whatever industry this is, it could be in your occupational industry, your fitness industry, your social media industry, any of those things, do not compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 20. Completely different stories. They may have been, let's say it's about the gym, they may be working out for six years and this could be your second week. There isn't, you can't compare yourself to that. You can't. Just stop. Just stop. So that is what I have for you for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed. Don't forget to interact with the podcast. And if you would like, definitely look at the Instagram and TikTok down below. If you ever have any issues or you ever have anything you just want to talk about, text me on the Instagram, DM me. I'll always reply. I love you all so much and I'm so grateful for all of you. If you ever want to repost that you listen to this, I will always upload it onto my story as well. I'm just so grateful for all of you. So thank you so much for listening and I'll see you again with another episode very soon.